What's up, everybody? Happy 2022. This is V3Cast number five, the official Voyager 3 podcast. What's up, fellas? Happy New Year. How how y'all doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Man, we're back from our holiday slumber, madness, overeating, partying, traveling. Aaron, man, tell me what you were up to. We went to New York City, the greatest city in the world. I don't care who you are, where you're from. You better understand that New York City is the greatest city in the world. And uh, went to the Statue of Liberty for the first time in my life. It was amazing. It, uh, it, it gave me a little bit of reminder of uh, what's worth fighting for. Um, and uh, what else? I don't know. We, we saw Phantom of the Opera. That was amazing. Nice. It was awesome. Was uh, Paul Stanley in this one? I wish. <laughs> I, was, I was imagining him doing it, though. Like, I'm listening to these parts, and I'm thinking about him hitting those notes. And back then, in the early 90s, he could hit those notes with no problem. So Right. See, ever since Greg told us the stories about when he saw that, that production, anytime I think of Phantom of the Opera, I, I, I envision Paul Stanley <laughs> right. in the cast. And then Peter Chris in the crowd. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dig it, Greg, man. Yeah, that was, uh, that was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 a legendary memory that I'll always keep with me. Um, what did you guys do over the holiday break? Took care of my kids, man. <laughs> I didn't get to go anywhere super fun like New York. That's for sure. Right. It's busy chasing my kids around. Yeah, same here, Aaron. Yeah, you got lucky. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you got to live a little, man. It's true. Sometimes, that's right. That's right. Sometimes you got to live a little and not get a hotel in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got a hotel in Jersey? No, that's no, what we, we would always do on tour because we had no money. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, that's what we tried to do. <laughs> that's right. And they were living it up, man. They stayed in the city. <laughs> in the city. In Manhattan. In the, a couple blocks away from Madison Square Garden. It was the real deal. Nice. Hmm. To, to quote the voiceover from uh, Zombie, in a city of millions. Yes. And then there's the, right. sh- the shot over the Brooklyn bridge, you know, famous. famous. Yeah. <laughs> there was, um, like in the hotel we were in, right. Okay. Here's the block. You had a Thai food place here and then one back here and then one, like a uh, half a block away this way. Dang and it. like th- also like two or three pizza places too. It was amazing. Oh man. If there's one yeah. thing that I love besides Thai food is a New York slice. I just call it a New York slice and everybody who knows, they know what you mean. A New York they slice. Know. They better know. Right. And they got every flavor under the sun. They got something for people who don't eat meat. They got people for stuff for people who only eat, you know, just cheese, no cheese, anything. They got it. They they have you covered. It was awesome. Dig it. Did you bring back any souvenirs? Uh, I got a a New York City shirt. You have to. I did the full tourist thing. Like back in the old days when we were playing shows at CBGB all the time with our old band. We didn't get souvenirs. <laughs> we didn't even think about that stuff. No, do you we know what though? There. The very we first were... time we went, I did get a New York I love New York shirt, but did I you? must I must have went to the wrong place because it was this very poorly constructed heat press uh, and after about a month all the letters fell off. It wasn't even screen print. So, uh, that, you know, I, I went to the wrong place. <laughs> let that be a lesson to you. We were there on business. We weren't there as tourists. I know. You shouldn't have been buying I Love New York t-shirts back then. You got to wait a little bit and earn that. 
I know you're absolutely right. So I paid the price. I, I got the yeah. worst one in the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't happen to see any crime fighters on roller skates, did you? I was looking for a New York ninja everywhere. And we saw, anytime we saw a dude wearing all white, we called him New York ninja. Oh, perfect. That's so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, what are y'all drinking tonight? I got uh, a margarita. Oh, man. That is <laughs> the very fancy in a Wonder Woman glass. There Look at go. that. Greg, I don't know if you're going to top that. <laughs> Dang. No. No, I can't. Hey, Aaron, man, he comes back from New York bringing it. Who drinks margaritas <laughs> in the middle of January? You know what? <laughs> I would have never done that. But uh, I have a friend. Um, I said, you know, I feel weird because I, I considered a margarita a summer drink. And she's like, just do it in the winter without the salt on the rim. And it's a whole new dimension. It's a whole other drink. That's your winter margarita. Oh, and plus, uh, uh, in your defense, in my in my mind, I'm thinking you still are in the vacation spirit, even though you were in a cold place. You're That's still in, on vacation in your mind. All right, Greg, what do you have? All right. Well, since you made so much fun of me last week for not knowing what coffee brand I was drinking, <laughs> I'm going to make sure I come correct with something that I know a lot about. All right. So it's this it's this time of year in Michigan. It's Hop Slam. Hop time. Slam. Yes. Bell, Bell's Hop Slam comes well, out once a year. Hop Slam. Nice. Oh, is that a limited edition thing or seasonal thing? Yeah, once a year. And uh, it's a double IPA. And it's really good. And it's hard to get because everybody wants it. So it's a double what IPA. Like. What does that mean exactly? Uh, double the alcohol. So uh, this okay. is like 10%, I think. Something like that. All right. More bang oh. for the buck. But, you know, I drink it for the hoppiness. That's what I like. So, Well, come on. Let's get, let's get hoppy. <laughs> I think they have, I think they have a, I think there's a graphic that they pass around on the internet that, that explains the amount of hops that goes into one, one can of, uh, or one, I forget what it is. One can or one six pack of hop slam is like, I don't know how many cases of something like Miller Lite. They have it all Pretty. broken down like a science project. Yeah, I, I they dig tell that. you exactly. That's cool. So, yeah. Sweet. Happy hop slam. All right. Well, I'm doing uh I'm doing coffee, man, in my Juno one oh six mug that I love what so much. What brand is it, Steve? <laughs> this is Death Wish coffee. So I love I love the film. I love the coffee. They're not related, but it's, it just sounds cool. All Thanks. right. Cheers. You better know the brand, that's all I know. And, I won't uh, make that mistake again. And by the way, it was Green Mountain. Oh, too oh. late. Too late. Too late, Luther. I had to go too find out Steve was giving me a hard time. It, it, is that like Kirkland brand or something? What is that? <laughs> Green Mountain? That. I never heard like, Green Mountain. Uh, that's like a staple. It's, it's always on sale at Staples. And it's actually not that bad. It's, it's not the worst. Gotcha. So it's kind of a, in a, a happy medium. Throw a couple of your cool Christmas gifts at me to tell me what you got, because I'm curious. Well, since I'm already talking, uh, I got this shirt, which is, in my opinion, maybe the coolest kiss shirt ever made. I think it is. Certainly. Uh, a little closer. That's it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that That's is awesome. top notch, man. To all those uh, 
to all those younger generations, like my friend Mike, who uh, say Kiss is corny and he doesn't get why I'm so obsessed with them. Tell me by looking at this picture that that didn't inspire black metal. Oh, I would say so, yes. You can't argue with that. Exactly. So, yeah, I got a cool Kiss shirt. And then the other, I'm only going to do two things because I don't want to take up too much time. But my brother surprised me and printed out this New York Ninja throwing star. Hopefully you can see. Yeah, that's the coolest gift of all time, straight up. He screen he screen printed uh, New York Ninja on there, just like he has in the movie. Yeah, you know he has his own brand of throwing stars. That's right. My brother did his best to duplicate that. They have some sort of weird printing machine that they're able to print on objects. So it was really cool and unexpected. And he gave you guys one. Oh man! Yeah, thanks. That's the best. Yeah, thank you, Dan. That's awesome. That is the best. Yeah, he really came through. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I mean, that, that's one of the gifts that you'll never forget. I'm going to put that up in the studio, uh, and I'll, yeah. I'll look at that all the time. It's going to be fantastic. For sure. <clears throat> and if anybody breaks in, you know you got to, you know, I mean, if... Yeah, that's if right. You got to... down, Steve. You, you can uh, take care of business. That's right. You got to make sure, Steve, if you are, you know, in the situation... You always have to show the star and then throw it. Oh, absolutely. You can't just throw it. You can't just flip it out there. Like that's what Batman would do for real. But mm -hmm. in the movie, the ninja has to show it so the camera can see it and then throw it. Right. And sometimes yeah. they'll even insert that zoom up shot to it real quickly, you know, for extra, right. extra impact. I, I'm, yeah. I'm with you 100%. You got to do it that yeah. way. There's, there's yeah. certain rules you got to follow. I didn't make them up, but I got to follow them. You got to follow them. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Aaron, since you were talking, uh, what's a couple cool gifts that you got? Um, I got like some cool um, gift cards for record stores and um, for, uh, for bookstores and movie theaters. So Dig it. I got like, you know, like choose your own gift kind of stuff. Um, and uh, I got so a cool then, Batman t-shirt. You can report back in, in a couple of weeks and go, hey, I went to a blah, blah, blah store and I found these three used records that I've been looking for for five years. See? Exactly. Perfect. It's a gift that keeps on giving, really. That's right. <laughs> and uh, I got a cool Batman shirt, too. So I got some good stuff. I got a really good... Um, I got like, okay, you, have you, you guys have seen Hot Ones with the, where the guy interviews celebrities while they're eating yep. the hot wings. Oh, yep, yep. totally. I saw Will uh, Ferrell's one on it. <laughs> yeah. My wife got me the, like, the the Bob, the one that's like this, the third from last, but everybody yeah, says I gotta it's, try that. it's like supposed to be even hotter than the last two because of the way it hits you. Like, mm. everybody always, like, almost loses it when they get to that that level. If they get past that, the last two are easier. And some people like quit when they're on that show at that one. So I had to see what that was all about and see if it was really, you know, all it's cracked up to be, if it was really hot. So wow. what about you, Steve? Um, I got a couple of cool things. Um, the first one, since we're talking about New York Ninja, I don't really know if it gets cooler than this. Um, now you guys know, I love pins. I, I, I wear a lot of suit coats, so I, I, I get all kinds of different pins vinegar syndrome made a new york ninja lapel pin it's hard it's hard to see it but it's got new york ninja carved you know in, uh engraved in their enamel pin and 
I don't know if I'll be it able spins, to right? demonstrate it on camera, but yeah, it does spin. Here we go. Come on. That's, it's spinning now. There we go. Uh, nah, that's it. That's it. All right. That's some sort of spin. The uh, lapel pin star is awesome, but I have one that will really, really take the cake. Are you ready? Are you, re- are you ready for this? Yeah. Is the Funko Pop? Uh, better. Are you ready? I'm gonna oh, raise I know, it, I know uh, what it is. I'm gonna raise it, it up, raise it up slowly for the drama. Nice. <laughs> I don't know if it that gets cooler is, than that, man. That's yeah, awesome. I think it's so awesome. And and you guys are the ones who told me about it, so thank you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so so besides being a cool just statue, it really is functional. It's it's a dice thrower. You you put the dice in at the top, and they come out by his feet. Nice. Right there. And, Wait, are uh, there monkey brains in there? Yeah, in I know. It doesn't it look like that. Chilled monkey brains. <laughs> I just watched. I just watched Temple of Doom. So that's uh, that's two highlights. Um, I got a, a cool pair of sunglasses, some Ray Bans. I never had a nice pair of sunglasses in my life, so now I do. <laughs> yeah, don't sit on those, Steve. Oh don't no, they're staying in the case, man. I think they're going to stay in the case and stay in the you know the upper part in your vehicle where you can like put sunglasses yeah, man, i think it's gonna stay there those. forever yeah you're never yeah. gonna wear them no i'll wear them when i drive probably <laughs> still um, got the old tagger on it that's right that's right <laughs> seen enough of that one uh-huh. you got that right our next order of business is you know we have to do some news we, we have to pay the bills so uh the biggest announcement that we have is that uh vinegar syndrome announced at 1201 on new year's day the New York Ninja vinyl. So it's finally able to be talked about. I know there's a bunch of people who asked us uh, on YouTube and on Twitter and on Facebook and stuff like that. And uh, sorry, we couldn't answer, but it, you know, sometimes you, you cannot talk about things before the parties involved reveal it. So that's, that's that. That was a tough one to sit on. <laughs> Cause uh, everybody knows us as a vinyl band, right? And everybody's asking questions about the vinyl and they had to know that, we were going to do vinyl, right? I mean, right. That, I would assume given, so. So, yeah. Plus, yeah. just the way that movie is, um, you know, if it if it would have come out when it was quote unquote supposed to have come out, they would have had a a soundtrack for it. I'm assuming so. It would have been on vinyl in '84, probably. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it all makes sense. It's all poetic. It all it all works out. It just happened, you know, 40 years yeah. later. <laughs> and man, and let me just say this: Who better to put it out than Death Waltz? I mean that. That's big. Definitely. Death Waltz has gotten all kinds of my money. Like, <laughs> right. Spencer I'm and invested. crew over there yeah, know invested. how to do that. They just, they have the, the best taste for how something should look. And uh, they just nail it every time. So the, um, the Vinegar Syndrome variant looks so absolutely killer. Home run, Death Waltz. Thank you. We have a brand new t-shirt that we just... Uh, released to the store a few days ago. It's called Astronaut, and it's done by the masterful artist from Michigan, Craig Horky, and uh, it's really cool looking. So check out the Voyager 3 store, V-O-Y-A-G-3-R-Store.com, and uh, there you'll also see our New York Ninja beanie, kind of like this, but New York Ninja. Um, We have a New York Ninja hoodie, two different types, a pullover and a zip-up, and of course the CD, the cassette, and a lot of other um albums and t-shirts so check it out and pick up something fun oh and another thing too 
I can't believe I almost forgot this. By the time this podcast comes out, the uh, digital and streaming of New York Ninja soundtrack comes out on January 7th. Um, so everybody will be able to listen to it and download it and stream it and all that kind of good stuff. So do it up. One more thing about Craig Horky. So we have another t-shirt of his in our store already, the alien one. So he's got, we've got the red one that he did. Yep. And now we've got this white astronaut one. So I always think of them as like existing in the same universe, the Craig Horky universe. Yeah, definitely. So maybe we should put together a Craig Horky bundle, man. Yeah. You know, you get the, you get the alien shirt and the and the astronaut. So I think of them as like the good guy and the bad guy. Right, right. right. See, we're, Greg, uh, man, you know, he, Greg's always thinking. You know what? Right. Tomorrow, I'm going to make that bundle and have it up there. Why not? We're fortunate enough in this band to work with the best artists in Michigan and beyond. And Craig Horky, uh, right when we met him a few years ago, we were our band was playing a show with his band Cavalcade. And we hit it off. Both bands hit it off. We knew we would be playing shows together in the future. And, um, and we saw that he was an artist. And that, that night he was like, I could do a, a t-shirt for you. And uh, we we're like, hell yeah, we'll take you up on that. So he sent us a few designs and, and now we're using another one. So we've been sitting on this one for a bit, waiting for the right moment. We'll put uh, all of Craig Horky's contact info and uh, socials in, a, in the description on YouTube. Yeah, man. Get that uh, astronaut versus alien. I like that. Yeah, definitely. Dynamic. So speaking of aliens and astronauts and all that sort of thing, I do believe, haven't all three of us now seen episode one of the Book of Boba Fett? Is that true? And yeah. two. Yeah, I've I, only seen one. I forgot that two. I forgot what day it comes out. So Man, what, what I, band I on, am I in? I was on Facebook today. Out, I was out of town. That's right. <laughs> I was in the studio. Hey, man. So as, seeing as though I'm the only one that's seen episode two, what I will say, and this is spoiler free, is that it significantly ramps up. So if you were, I know there were some people that were underwhelmed by the length of episode one. So the second episode is longer. It's closer to an hour. It's like 50 something minutes. And oh, uh, I didn't even, man, I didn't even realize about that. That, that didn't bug me, I guess first episode was like 30 something minutes 38 39 something like that but okay. uh so the second episode is longer and man way more going on cool so, cool and and i won't say more than that but if you if you're a star wars fan like we are you're gonna love it yeah awesome. well i just wanted to uh you know not give too much away about the first episode in case people haven't seen it yet because it's just came out but i just wanted to talk a little bit about it just a tiny bit and just be like basically holy shit i can't believe we finally got to see some of these things that was you know let that have been in your in your head for for 40 years and, and a lot of them have been realized now so that was just so awesome and they took it in more directions than i would have even imagined which i could i kind of expected that but didn't know how it would be or, or what they would do but very cool man yeah did you get did you guys read any of that stuff about the Patton oswald it's funny because I think John Favreau sort of took that scene and made it. <laughs> so, oh, you know, what are, you, are you saying like he called it like seven years ago or something? Is that what the premise is? Basically, like he described yeah, what happened. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, look it up online and read about it. But it, it's pretty interesting because Patton Oswalt's character is describing how he envisioned, you know, Boba Fett surviving the Sarlacc pit, and uh, basically, when you watch 
Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, it's, it's almost verbatim. So oh, wow. it's like John, it's like John Favreau took this random scene from a, a sitcom and made it canon. You know what I mean? So okay. it's, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. I did something fun. I just made this up. It's, it's not, uh, it's not uh, normal podcast stuff that I'm aware of um, when people are just hanging out talking about cool stuff. But I came up with some trivia questions for you guys to see if you can oh, to see if you can nail these or not. They're not super hard and they're not super easy. And there's no prizes. It's just fun. That's it. <laughs> there should, should be prizes. I want a prize. yeah, you I just, want a prize. you just have bragging rights. Um, well, uh, what should the what should the prize be? Um, I want your Alfred Hitchcock Funko Pop. Holy, holy moly. <laughs> I'm going in for the man, kill. Man, that's high stakes, man. Wow. I'm going to pick Greg to go first. I got oh, two, two trivia questions for you. Don't be nervous. Don't be scared. Hey, I the first Google one. Ready. Hold on. Let me get Google. Oh, Who's Aaron, see, he's going to try to cheat. That, now, that's he not would. right. <laughs> he would totally do that. Okay. Hey, man, I'm out, for, I'm out to win. He, he's out for that Funko Pop. Better look out. Yeah, man. Okay, here we go. Question number one. In Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, which member of Kiss had their voice replaced by a voice act, a voice artist? Come on, man. Peter Chris. Okay, hey, you never know. You never know. You don't think I know that? Not sure. You should have gave that one to Aaron. Okay, ready for the second one? All right. In the famous... Vampire Tale Advanced Dungeons and Dragons module Ravenloft. <laughs> what is the name of the vampire? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm done. I don't know. <laughs> I thought you played uh Ravenloft back in the day. I thought you did. No. No. Oh. Well, he's he's a famous uh, you know, Wizards of the Coast property or you know, back then TSR. I have no idea what the vampire in Ravenloft would be. Gotcha. His name is, is that what uh, you said Ravenloft. Yeah. Yep. His name is Count Strad von Zarovich. Would you have known that, Aaron? Well, I was thinking Lestrade. That was close, but but not quite. Yeah, that that is close. That might have been maybe where they got inspired for the name, perhaps. So Steve Steve warmed me up with the softball, and then went in for the kill with the right. <laughs> obscure Dungeons and Dragons reference. <laughs> then I threw a heater. All right, you better get Aaron's better be just as hard. You can give him an easy one. So I envision you'll ask him a question about Batman, and then <laughs> and then you'll follow up with something really <laughs> something hard. way out there. Okay, Aaron, are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. In the 1984 John Carpenter film Starman, what food did the Starman fall in love with? Um, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen Starman, but I think it was pizza. Sorry, so sorry. It was Dutch apple pie. Oh, wow. Do you, do you remember that, that now? No, it's been too long. It's oh, I, too long. I even remember like the first time I ever saw it, I think it was at the drive in. I, I remember that character still going because he, he, he said it with his mouth full. He was like, Dutch apple pie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Aaron, this one has a special place in my heart, and I know it does for you too. That's kind of why I, I gave it to you. Um, okay, ready? Yeah. In countless 80s films, there is always a very recognizable bad guy henchman. What is the name of the actor that played these roles? Oh, dude. I don't know his name, yes, but I know do. Hold on. Hold, hey, yes, hold on. You do. He, 
Hold on, was he in Turbo Kid? Oh, I saw Turbo Kid, but I can't remember if he was or not. He well, probably was? was because I think they cast that, you know, cleverly. Was he in Total Recall? I'm pretty sure he was. I think he was and in I, Total here, Recall. He was in uh, Die Hard. I'll, I'll give was, you a few. I'll give you a few just to maybe that helps you out. Die Hard, They Live, Big Trouble in Little China, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Those are for sure. Uh, I don't think it's the See, guy. See, Aaron knows of. all these obscure names. Like, remember when we yeah. were on the two dollar late fee podcast, and Aaron bailed our asses out of the, just a question just like this. So I'm like, how doesn't Aaron know this? Man. I was going to say Michael Ironside. Is it not no. Michael Ironside? No, 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 but he was in Turbo Kid for sure. Yeah, and he's, he's always, always a bad guy. Yeah, but he's always a he's a peripheral bad guy. He's always a henchman. He barely ever talks. Right. Correct. Um, Man, come on, Michael. Ironside. I don't know if he ever Shit. talked. Michael and, and, he, and he usually great, has like a mullet or a skullet. <laughs> he's way below Michael Ironside on the on the pecking order of bad guys. He's always a henchman. Um, I can't remember his name. To Tony. Tony. Uh, Tony. Is he close, Steve? Tony. He's gonna get it. I think he's gonna get it. <laughs> Tony something. If you can no. envision. Oh, I, I know you have him in your mind's eye. I, I know you do. I know the guy. Yeah. With the long hair and the beard. And you used to call him Forge, even though he looks nothing like Forge. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said that, but I did. Oh, I was, wait. was he in, uh, <clears throat> was he in Lethal Weapon? Yeah, he was yes. in Lethal He's the one who was shocking them. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember his name. His name is Al Leong. I was close. Tony? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, Tony's not close at all. Oh, man. Oh, Al Leong. Yeah, I should have yeah. known that. I saw that he has a film. He's in a film like now, you know, coming out. It's either already out or coming out. So I'm like, thank goodness he's still working. Um, right. Because, I mean, he's just like a pillar of my childhood. <laughs> yeah. He was always there. Yes, indeed. I feel like Steve was trying to undermine my uh, my uh, love for Kiss. <laughs> you have seen Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park mm, seventy nine times. I'm, I'm going to say, and, and and I shook Peter Chris's hand. Yep, which I mentioned he earlier. Shook his hands. He shook his hand, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I've met three, no four, four members of Kiss. Bruce Kulick, I just met recently at Rock City Music here in uh, you know Scotty's. Place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Nick. Um, met Bruce Kulick out there, Vinny Vincent, Ace Fraley, and Peter Chris. Nice. No Gene or Paul, much to my dismay. Right. It, it, it's hard to get uh, access to those guys. I, I get you it. Can't, you can't meet them without paying some money. Yeah, pretty well, much. <laughs> you know, you know, we've sort of got a trend going on of mentioning my friend Colin, so... <laughs> I'll go ahead and mention Colin. Colin lives in Vegas and Gene Simmons bought a house in Vegas. So Colin had this whole plan figured out, like he was going to start staking out the areas where Gene Simmons, Gene Simmons hangs out. So, <laughs> you know, we were, I was going to, I had a plan at least to go out there and try to. And just coincidentally an bump into him at, uh, at um, Starbucks. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Crazy. What are you doing oh, here? <laughs> nice to meet you. I know that Gene Simmons will recognize that I'm a fan much different than all the other millions of fans that tell him he's the 
you know, the reason they play music and things like that. And I'm sure he'll recognize the difference between me and them. Right. Yeah. You, yours will stand out. I, I get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He, I, I'm sure I won't blend in with everybody else. Is there uh, any more trivia? No, I just did two questions each. Okay. I, I didn't want to have so it drag on too long. So we broke even. I think we both got one right. Right. Oh, I, I didn't get anything right. Oh, you didn't no. get anything right? Oh, so I get well, the Alfred Hitchcock Funko Pop. I think <laughs> next, next, time, next time it should be more questions because if there's only two questions, you can bomb pretty hard. But if well, you give me Aaron. you give me ten questions, I'll 10? get eight of them. Yeah, I need to I mean, hire a not, writer. <laughs> I need to get Aaron. warmed up. Let's yeah, not discount up. what I did here. What'd you do? I answered a question. Yeah, right. one right. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you know what? I forgot about one of my Christmas gifts. Should I go get it? Heck yeah! We got yes. time for that. All right. So one of the other things I got was this. Have you guys ever seen this? No. Nope. Is that like a Japanese bootleg or something? Yes. Well, no, it's not a bootleg. So you guys heard of Kiss Originals? Do you remember? Did I ever tell you about Kiss Originals? So what Kiss you what Kiss did with the first three records is they bundled them together. Nice. Um, so the first three records were bundled together and called Kiss Originals. Well, they did an Originals too, but it was only released in Japan. Here's the thing: we went. I took my family to Kings Island on the way back we stopped in this town called Mason because I went on Discogs and I was looking for record stores <laughs> on the way back. <laughs> we, found, we found this place called Hey Suburbia Records in Mason, Ohio. And this guy deals in Japanese pressings almost exclusively. Like his whole store are like Japanese pressings of any record you can think of. Wow. So I went in there and I've only heard of this record. I've never seen it in person. So I went in there I'm talking to this guy. I'm like, tell me you got a copy of Kiss Originals too. And he's like, yeah, I, I've got one. And he goes, it's not complete. It's missing the masks. And he goes, and, and so I just asked him, I'm like, can I just look at it? Because I've only heard that it exists. I've never seen it in person. So he, he was super nice, got it out, let me look through all of it. But uh, so I come back, I get back in the car. Um, this is not the sort of thing that I would fork out the money for necessarily yeah because it's it's pretty expensive because of how rare it is this was pressed in 1978 by the way so this isn't like a oh i thought that was new okay no this is not a reissue this was pressed in 1978 so anyways i go back out to the car and i'm telling Ange about you know this guy's got a copy of kiss originals too i've never even seen it in person i've only heard that it exists it's like a unicorn you know yeah and uh as luck would turn out, there was a, a really cool uh, independent sort of drum shop across the street. It's called Badges. And uh, so I told Ange, I'm like, well, there's this really cool drum store across the street, which just, you know, happened to be the thing. And it's in an old house. So I went in there. That place was super cool. So I spent a bunch of time in there. Little did I know that Ange went back in to hey suburbia and said my husband was just in here talking to you about some kiss record can you tell me which one it was and uh so he showed her and gave her this and she bought it on the spot and this was my christmas gift oh man so you know Barry, i'm always dropping people's names so i'm gonna drop jeffy Berry's name this time too jeffy Berry, you know you guys know how into records he is oh, he's yeah. never even seen this in person He's wow. only heard of it. He's only heard of it. 
and, so, and, yeah, and he's seen every record pretty much so yeah, probably that's saying like something multiple versions of every record so anyways this kiss originals 2 is high on the list of things that i thought i would never own wow that's awesome one last order of business that we have is uh new york ninja playing in actual movie theaters uh, we have a whole bunch of dates on our website uh, that we're posting of every theater showing across literally the world. Um, a lot of them are in the United States, but there's some overseas as well. So check out our website. That's all I got, fellas. So let's uh, let's recap it. We uh, talked about some of our cool Christmas gifts, and uh, we talked about uh, the Book of Boba Fett episode one and how cool that was, and that I'm going to watch episode two the minute we stopped recording this. Um, we talked about the Vinegar Syndrome New York Ninja soundtrack variant that they put on for sale at uh, 12.01 on New Year's Day, and it sold out in 50 minutes. So crazy. Um, there's supposed to be more announced in the near future, so keep your eyes open for that uh, on our socials and things like that. We did a little trivia, um, and Aaron's main... Uh, feedback was more questions. He wants more questions. So I'm going to have to hire a writer. <laughs> more questions for him to get wrong. Uh-oh. Because Greg yeah. wants that Funko Pop. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm like uh, I'm like an 8 out of 10 guy. You know, so if you only give me two questions, anything could happen. But you give me 10 questions, I'm good for a bunch of them. There you go. For sure. And you've proven that before. So I believe you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, indeed. So, uh, yeah, um, we're going to wrap this up. Um, keep an eye out at the Voyager 3 store. Keep an eye out uh, on Vinegar Syndrome. Get yourself a copy of New York Ninja uh, CD or cassette and the movie itself on Blu-ray. Um, stock up. And uh, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, have fun and listen to good music. Take it easy, fellas.